I was in the middle of the field at that. I saw it go through the uprights. I had about a foot foot of uh, room to spare. I was going to go celebrate with Zach. And I had a quarter of my eye. I saw a bunch of this, like, you know, no good. And so I look back and the rest were doing it. And I look at Zach. And I look at everybody else and our, all of our jaws rock. Yo, 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 what's going on, Sooner fans? This is your host, Jay Hall, formerly number 27 on the field, but always number one in your hearts. Here with me today, you know who it is, my right-hand man, number nine on the field, our captain, the Braden Wait Room Willie Willis. And this is the podcast on the prairie. Be Willie. Jay. I'm feeling good this morning, my boy. No blanket. I got my hat on. Oh, oh, oh hold on. Now. I did. I didn't shave, so that's really, really. Let me let me be honest, real quick, bro. A lot of people always are talking about my hats and everything I got going on. It's because half the time I always forget to shave before I get on the podcast, <laughs> and so uh, I got to use the hat to cover up the 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 shadow. You know, quick fix. Yeah, that that shadow makes me go from twenty four to thirty eight with three kids real quick. <laughs> uh, so the 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 cap is a is a cover up. There you go. From the real quick fix. Yeah. So feeling good this morning though, man. Last week for our Thanksgiving special, you know, I was sick, wasn't feeling good. Um, come to find out, actually. Uh, Kaylee, Joe John's wife, she was sick after the Bedlam game as well. And yep. I don't know if I mentioned this, but, uh, my boo thing, she got sick too. And I, I initially, initially I blamed it on her. Mm. I was like, you know, we, 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 we have our first kiss and everything. And of course, after the first kiss, I get sick and it's just, we're, we're off to a bad start, you know? <laughs> I told her, I said, look, the kiss was great, but like if if this is like a sign of our future, then we might as well call it quits now. Mm. Sickening. She didn't take that. She didn't take that very well. Yeah. I bet she didn't. Hey, bro, I pay attention to stuff like that. Like signs, like I'm a big like, oh, it just wasn't meant to be. <laughs> it wasn't meant to matter of fact. I am too. The yeah. no yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, bro, I I got another story to tell you. Um, I hold off on that for just one second, but let me ask you about your Thanksgiving. I know it was quick, but uh, how was the the drive down to Denton and uh back back to Norman for the day? Before you get too far into the pot, this episode is presented by Plainview Legal Group. We all know Braden is the king of nicknames, right? There is Weight Room Willie, QB Willie, a hundred yard Willie, and many more. Jay, I love all those nicknames, but you know who else deserves different nicknames for all they do? Plainview Legal Group. Plainview Legal Group focuses primarily on property law and business matters, including eminent domain, inverse condemnation, real estate transactions, oil and gas title examination, adverse possession, quiet title, and other boundary disputes. Plainview Legal Group also handles estate planning and probate. 
from simple wills to proving undue influence. Additionally, their attorneys negotiate, draft, review, and litigate all kinds of commercial contracts for individuals and businesses across various industries throughout Oklahoma. Plainville Legal Group is a Norman-based law firm owned and operated by two OU grads, husband and wife duo, Travis and Haley Dennis. Haley has even taught a real estate transactions class at OU College of Law in Norman. To schedule your free consultation, visit their website at www.plainviewlegal.com. Give them a call at 405-310-0183 or email them at info at plainviewlegal.com. Please see show notes for important disclaimer information. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was a quick Thanksgiving, but I'm like extremely happy that and grateful that I was able to go, um, this first Thanksgiving and, I mean, years that I got to experience with my family. And like I told you, it was going to be a surprise. So thank you, Alex, for not airing it too, too early because I didn't want my granny to be riding down to the, to the, uh, Thanksgiving meal and be like, Oh, and they go text the group message and be like, oh, brain is coming and ruining for everybody. Yeah. I didn't get to see my cousin. She left a little early, but she cooked it and what she threw down. Woo. Ooh, she threw down. Oh. I don't expect anything less from your household. Oh man, she threw down. Her both of my cousins cooked. So really, none of the aunties, mama, granny, none of them really did anything except for my cousins. But they threw down, boy. Yeah. So I've been, you know, eating on them Thanksgiving leftovers. I've been. You take some leftovers home? Oh, you know I did. Come yeah. on now, <laughs> you know I did. And they were hooking me up, man. I, I got the hookup. I still got food to this day, but. <laughs> this is honestly bro this is probably like the last day you can be eating thanksgiving leftovers yeah to be fair what maybe tomorrow if you're pushing it yeah mm-hmm. for, but for i mean those, i've already almost ate all of them so it's like yeah for those listening like we're recording on monday we didn't get a chance to do our normal sunday yeah i mean right. i ate you know most that's what i ate yesterday uh yesterday I didn't get a chance to eat it, obviously, Friday or Saturday. So that sucks because it kind of had to sit in the fridge. It's just a little marinate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can let the juice let the smack, as our people say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let the mac and cheese get a little get a little better. Yeah, yeah. Bro, it's, it's like Thanksgiving food, bro, is like spaghetti. You know, it's good when you initially make it, but it's even better the more oh, time yeah. it it hits. By. It hits. It hits for leftovers. But other than the food, man, it was good to – uh, go go back home and surprise the fam. When I walked in the door, I didn't tell. Any, I only told the only person that knew I was coming was my mom, because OU football sent out a thing with our schedules and kind of exposed me. And my mom was like, "Hey, like you, you got time? They said y'all could come home if it's within three hours. So are you coming home?" And I was like, "Uh, no, nah, we're we're busy. We got football and stuff." And yeah. she's like, "But the schedule said." And I was like, <laughs> "All right, yeah." Mom, hey, I'm that that are you coming home is like voluntary workouts it's yeah, like no doubt. <laughs> you you better be com- you better are you be coming home. home like when are you coming home so i was like question. yeah yeah mom i'm coming home i was trying to surprise you but i guess oh you oh you football ruined that for me yeah so my mother knew and my uh my father knew as well because i asked him where thanksgiving was gonna be but i know he doesn't spoil the beans so but other than that no one else knew not even my sister Walked in the door and people looked like they saw a ghost. They're like, and then they're like, oh, and then like, you know, I walked around the corner, I gave some hugs and then walked around the corner to everybody. And then yeah. they all just started screaming and yelling and, you know, being extra. And 
but that's nice. You know, my family, so I love them being extra. And uh, then you know, got to you know see everybody, hugs, and take pictures. Took plenty of pictures. Y'all know I'm not a mm-hmm. picture guy, but I saw you with the baby. That was yeah, who, my who's baby cousin. Was that? It's okay. my older cousin's uh, baby. Yeah. Okay. That was a cute I'm, picture. You know, I'm very, I'm really good with kids. Don't know what it is. I'm good with kids and dogs. Kids like, and dogs. They liking to me. I don't hey, know why. That'll come in handy when you get married one day, bro. It will. Every baby that I've ever have encountered loves me, and I have no idea why. I'm not, I'm not a baby person. I can't. <laughs> I think we talked about that one time. Me and KB went to a restaurant, and I had to take a picture with the baby, and yeah, don't. Don't trust me with. I'm good with toddlers and up, bro. Like from two, like from two to like ten, I'm on it. Like, yeah. So give Jay Hall your toddlers because I don't want to deal with the little munchkins when they get attitude, and give me the babies because I'm cool with the babies. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's cool, bro. I'm glad you had a good Thanksgiving. I had, I had a smooth Thanksgiving. It was me, my sister, grandparents on my mom's side. Obviously, my mom and her brother. So the six of us. A uh, small Thanksgiving, traveled around Charlotte to see my dad's side of the family. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it was a good time. You know, I was able for the first time in a long time to hold hands with my family. And I, for now, this may not sound like a big deal, but I said grace this year at Thanksgiving, which is Uh-oh. typically something that my grandpa does. Uh-oh. And yeah, yeah. So he he's a ordained pastor and yeah yeah bro yeah oh man the big yeah. shoes to fill yeah so for me to have that opportunity and, and and share that moment with my family i i didn't make it long i know can't, some of y'all yeah yeah can't, yeah, no, can't make it long I, yeah no my you know hands start getting clammy you're like okay uh-huh. i can smell the food let's go everybody's hungry you know yeah it just you can't make it long right so uh, I made a quick, short, brief, and uh, did my thing. So I felt proud, man. It felt like I was handed down a torch. No you doubt. Yeah. Like, Once you I start was, praying in the family, you, you, you've you taken that next step of what, what manhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew I was doing good when my grandpa was like, mid-prayer, he was like, yes, Lord. Thanks, Lord. <laughs> I was like, Yeah. <laughs> like in the comments you know you're doing good <laughs> yes yes lord yes <laughs> oh my gosh so that 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 made me feel so proud and oh, um, that moment right there pretty much sums up my thanksgiving um so i'm proud of you <laughs> appreciate you bro so you um you have Thanksgiving and then you just head on back up to Norman and things are normal per usual. Yeah. Just, you know, I got down there, left, um, Norman around, uh, maybe two got out of practice a little bit later. You know, coach Venables was talking at the beginning of practice. So we got out a little bit, um, later and then I got, got home, packed my dog stuff and got my stuff changed. And then I, I left out of here, left around two, got there around, well, probably left here around like 215, 220. Mm-hmm. Got there around, you know, 430 ish. Um, they had just ate. Uh, they were supposed to eat a, a couple hours before, but, you know, 
the team had just ate. Yeah, the, the family just ate. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Family had just ate, so I was a little bit, I was a little bit late. But I told my mom, I was like, I don't know what time I'm gonna get there. You know, it just kind of depends on when we get out and all that stuff. So y'all don't like wait, don't try to wait on me or nothing like that because it was a, it was a surprise. Yeah. So. I got there around 4.30, and I stayed probably until, you know, it was around 7.30. That's when everybody started heading out, and I stayed until my mom decided she was ready to, you know, hit the road. And um, when, you know, she left, her and my sister left, I left with them. And at that point, we were the last ones there. So I got to see all my family, spend some good time with them, watch the Cowboys game. It was hectic, you know. Everybody in my family is yeah. I was rooting for the Giants on that one. Were you? Yeah, honestly, bro, somebody asked me this the other day. They were like, how do you feel about the Giants? And I have, although I was cut, like, I have no animosity towards them. You know, right. I love Dayball. I, I love, I think that he deserves coach of the year. And I knew it when I thought he was a great coach while I was there. Like, I loved him. He always came over and encouraged me. He was like, he'd always be like, we need a fullback. Come on. We need a fullback. And um, he made me feel really good about my time in New York. Now, granted, I didn't get a lot of opportunities. You know, I didn't get as much as I wanted. But I totally all respect towards the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. And um, here, matter of fact, here's a way that I can describe it, right? <clears throat> you know how there's <clears> – I'm <throat> sorry, clear my throat. You know how uh, there's, like, the players and then there's the coaches – or like, no, 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 no. There's like the players and then like there's like the GAs, like the GAs are like the connection to the coaches and then there's the GAs yeah. and there's the coaches. Well, when you get to the NFL, bro, there's like another layer. There's like, there's really no more GAs, but it's more so player to coach and then coach to the GM and yeah. everybody above the coaches. And so although the players, you know, they do whatever the coaches say, the coaches have to respect the decisions of the GMs and the owners and everybody above them. So it's like, you're still like on the same team. Right. In a sense. And so whatever decisions the coaches make, you really can't take it personal because sometimes it's not in their control. So that's why I don't feel any hatred towards the giants. I, I was still rooting them on. There's, I know everybody on the squad, you know, I'm sitting there like, yeah, good tackle hottie. And, and, and that type of deal. But um, right. I was rooting for the Giants. So I was kind of upset that they got beat, which is uh, probably not going to go down with go down well with Sooner Nation because half of you're going to learn, bro. Like whenever you get on a squad in the NFL, all the Cowboys fans and all the, you know, America's team are going to be like, yeah, good luck with like the Eagles or whatever. But I'm a Cowboys fan. Like, bro, like, I don't <laughs> care you're a Cowboys fan. Like, F the Cowboys. Like, Giants. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I got a little bit of blind loyalty towards the Giants now, to be honest. Understood. Yeah. Yeah. But, bro, um, my bad. Did you have any more to say? I kind of, like, just started talking. and. Oh, uh, no, just, you know, I left around 730. Quick little two-hour ride home. Got back around 9. And, you know, just chilled the rest of the day after that so i'm cracking myself up this morning i'm uh if y'all can't tell i'm taking up as much as possible taking up as much time as possible before we start talking about this game alex 
B. Willie, I got one more story to tell. Matter of fact, this has nothing to do with Thanksgiving or the game. I just feel like I'm going to share this, okay? It's actually pretty funny, all right? I'm going to tell you the ending first, and then I'm, I'm going to tell you the story, okay? The ending is I had to chase the cop barefoot down the road. B. Willie, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I was a baller in basketball, all right? Yeah, I mean, I was I played all types of sports, okay? You know, I was I was the athlete, all right? But <laughs> I will I, a lot of people will agree that when I was younger, baseball was probably my best sport. So, okay, baseball, basketball, football, that's pretty cool. You know, at Anon Sports, they're offering incredible youth sports opportunities for kids throughout the state of Oklahoma. They offer basketball, volleyball, baseball, soccer, and flag football. Ages vary from 3 to 14 years old, depending on the sport. And I-9 is all about convenience for families. Practices and games are on the same day, so it's a one-day-a-week commitment. Practice first, then gameplay. Leagues last seven weeks, and they have locations in the Edmond OKC area, Yukon, Moore, and Norman. We have a special offer for our listeners. When you use the code PRAIRIEPOD at checkout, you get $10 off your registration. We know a lot of our listeners are parents, so check out i9sports at i9sports.com to see if there is a league right for them and you. All right, now here, here, here's the story. Now that I got your attention, right? Okay, so uh, I, I'm, I'm going to keep it brief just for the sake of time. But this past, what, Saturday, I had to take my dog to PetSmart. I had to take my beautiful German Shepherd to PetSmart to get groomed. So take them, come back home. I pick him up, and uh, when we get home, he jumps out the car, which is abnormal because, well, he doesn't jump out the car. I, I open the door. He takes off running out the car, which he normally doesn't do, but he had to go pee. And so he went off to the woods to go pee literally right across the street from my house, and uh, which was fine. He'll normally come back, but he saw a squirrel, right? So this kid took off running. I had to go chase him, and then uh, – I get him, put the leash on him. I'm like, Max, like, what are you doing? I yell at him like he understands English, which actually he's pretty smart. He he kind of, he does understand some words that I'm talking about. But anyways, we come back inside the house, right? Two hours later, I'm like, bye, mom. I'm going to go work out at my dad's house. And I can't find my keys. So I'm like, where, what? Like how I literally just got home. And so my mom and I spent two hours two hours outside inside the house squandering like everywhere to find these keys. We can't find them. So we eventually come to the conclusion that somebody or I dropped the keys is what I said. And then I said, somebody must've came along, picked up the keys and uh, I guess just has the keys. And so here's, here's the thing. There are two set of car keys on that, on that key set, right on that keychain. My mom's old cars outside. My mom's brand new 2020 uh, Hyundai or 2023, whatever. Yes, 2023 is in the garage. Now, she wasn't worried about the beater. She was worried about her car. So she didn't want to have somebody come and steal her car, right? So, you know, Saturday night comes and goes. We set up a security camera outside to make sure nobody steals the car. And then uh, Sunday morning comes, nope, the car's still outside. And we're like, where's... I guess we just can't find the keys. I'm looking for a locksmith. We're planning on getting a new set of keys, and I'm telling mom I'm sorry. So we're sitting there. We didn't go to church on Sunday. We just so happened to stay home. We watched church from the living room, 
And after we're done praying, we're here, we hear a beep, beep. And we're like, what? And so I literally run outside, bro. I'm ready to fight somebody. I'm like, who's pressing my mama's keys? Like, I'm about to whoop some, you know what I'm saying? Like, I went from, you know, nice J-Hall to mean J-Hall quick. And so I, I don't see anybody outside. I come back inside and then we hear it again clear this time. Like at first it was kind of faint, but this time we're like, oh, somebody's definitely pressing the key button. Like, you know how when you lock a car, it, it does a deep, deep. Yeah. So I, I go outside looking for the smoke, bro. Looking for the smoke, like drilling, pumping and everything. I just so happened to see a cop car drive by. I'm like, and now this is way down the street. I'm like, this is no coincidence. So my mom comes outside in her bedroom slippers. I have on no shoes, shorts, and a hoodie. I chase the car down the street, waving, no shoes on. I'm looking busted. He pulls up on the curb, passenger window, rolls it down. He thinks I'm in trouble. I'm like, sir, do you have a set of keys? And he's like, these keys? And I'm like, oh, my God. So I tell him the whole story. He comes down, talks to me and my mom. Bro, apparently somebody came, picked up the keys, put them two doors down at my neighbor's house. She called the cops and gave the cop the set of keys. And I was just in awe. Like, I was just like, bro, like, God is real. And the thing was, bro, normally he would turn them into evidence. But he said that sometimes takes too long. And so he was going to spend the next 30 minutes pressing the key button, trying to see if he can figure out which car it was. Oh, wow. Yeah, I figured that's what it was when, you know, I could kind of see the story coming together. But, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's really yeah. cool. Of him. Uh, I know that has nothing to do with Thanksgiving or anything. But actually, no, it actually does. This is the season of being grateful yeah. and giving. And that cop did something that he isn't paid to do well actually i guess he he's paid to protect the community but you get what i'm saying he didn't have to do that and so right. uh long story short i'm grateful that it happened and uh all is well i don't have to dish out 800 dollars now for two sets of keys and a locksmith so. no doubt because <laughs> no that was going to run me some money but be willy moving on to what we get paid a little bit of money to do is uh Talk about some ball, my boy. So, I don't even know where to start in this game. I knew it was going to be an emotional roller coaster within the first 45 seconds of the game. There's a 60-yard kickoff return and then a fumble less than, what, two minutes later, real time? And I'm like, bro. Not even two minutes, like 30 seconds. Yeah, I'm like, if this is the type of night it's going to be, like, Whoa. Yeah. All right. But y'all, you know, like everybody said, y'all came out swinging. Y'all came out, you know, playing good. Um, I don't have a bullfrog breakdown or anything. I, this is just, you know, talking about the game. But uh, where, 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 where did you feel like, I guess, things went wrong? Or do you, what, what was your take on the game, you know, from your perspective? The beginning. Um, the beginning of the game? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the beginning of the game, we, like you said, we came out strong. We came out swinging uh, other than the 60-yard the uh, kickoff return that they had. That was that that happened super fast. I was on the bench, and, and I was talking to Joe John, and 
all I hear is the crowd, and I'm like, what's going on? And you look up, and then they're running down the sideline. <laughs> yeah, you're like, like, that's not oh, good. <laughs> man. <laughs> but other than that, then they got the fumble. And so uh, we knew that we we're going to have to put a drive together, kind of respond to kind of kill that uh, – that atmosphere because it was kind of buzzing, you know, and mm-hmm. we put together, put together a good drive and, you know, we started convert. We were converting early on in the games on our third downs, uh, pretty well. So, you know, we converted and we ended up scoring and, you know, defense started off real strong as well. They were holding them, you know, that was a pretty efficient, uh, offense that we we're going against, you know, the most passing yards in the big 12 and, they put up a good amount of points this season. So they were a capable offense. And, uh, you know, we just kept, we kept on following those, you know, you know, those, uh, turnovers or, you know, those drives where defense was holding them, you know, three points, three points, uh, <clears throat> and then turnovers, we were converting them into points. And then, uh, we had a little bit of a lull on both sides of the ball, you know, and, uh, we, we, you know, we stopped scoring as much. I mean, we probably could have put up 40 points in, you know, at half. And then there, you know, then uh, obviously, you know, defense, you know, had a little bit of, a little bit of a lull, but, you know, that's football and it happens sometimes. Like I say, all year long, it's not ideal, but this team has, you know, like you said earlier in the season, this is a team of other scholarship players. They have coaches that are getting paid, that want to win. They have the same record as us. You know, they're going to make adjustments. They're going to try other stuff. And yeah. they, I feel like I feel like they they made some some good adjustments. Like they did. Y'all were on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The defense was defense was really killing them. And uh, I felt like starting out at least, you guys had the 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 better the get the better uh, the better game plan. Right. And then. Um, <clears throat> They start their offense starts hitting the whole shots. Like they start ripping the zone apart. Like yeah, zone and, was doing good. Um, yeah. matching up was doing good. D D line was getting to them, and then they just start switching things up. Yeah, it was weird because they switched the they switched up what they were doing like three different times in the game. So I have to give some props to you know their coaching staff on offense because at first. At first, they're trying to take shots. That's what they normally do. Right. Then, like you said, they saw that we were, you know, trying to zone them and, you know, drop aid. And so then they started trying to tear that zone apart. And then later on in the game, if you, if you paid attention, they, they started doing a lot of touch game and a lot of, uh, and a lot of runs, you yeah, know, draw a lot of option stuff, QB yeah. draws, QB powers yeah. and, uh, counters, like you said, and you know, a lot of different stuff. So they changed the game plan at numerous different, numerous different times. And you know, when you're, a, when you're on defense and stuff is working and then they yeah. change something up, then you got to adjust yeah. again. Then they change it again. It's just hard to adjust to. So I will uh, say they did a good job. Braden, you say you love eating, right? How stuff were you after Thanksgiving dinner? Jay, I haven't been home in years. I went home. In the first go around, I think I had three plates, man. I was stuffed. Hey, brother, you could tell I'm not an athlete no more. I was good at the one plate. <laughs> Thanksgiving is over, and with all the good food that we enjoyed, many of us are feeling a little stuffed. And if you're feeling stuffed in your house, maybe it's time to find a different one that better fits your needs. Turn to Web Property Group to help you find the perfect new house. At Web Properties Group, Phil and Feline Web and their team are ready to help. 
Start your home search now by calling 405-322-5632. And if you haven't talked to the lender about a mortgage, call the most experienced lending turkey in town, Matt McDaniel with the McDaniel Mortgage Group at 214-435-1988 or visit the online application at www.appwithmatt.com. The McDaniel Mortgage Group and Web Properties Group will make your home buying experience easy as pie. So get started today. I, I think that a lot of times fans get so caught up in the production of the individual players. Like, like for example, like Danny, Danny had a very quiet 18 tackle game. Right. I, I'm pretty sure, you know, and any other night we'd be like, Oh, Danny had 18 tackles, you know, like we, right. we, we would praise that, you know, almost 20 tackles, you know, especially if the Sooners come out with a win, you know, no doubt. but Sooner Nation, you must remember that there's a coaching aspect to to the game. You know, it's not just player v player. You know, Braden can go out there and, and ball out. But if we're running, for example, read option versus uh, a two outside blitz, you know, or speed option, you know, that you, you, it doesn't matter if you have Jay Hertz or Kyler Murray out there, it's, it's going to be a hard play, you right. know, and it's just, that's the same thing on defense. And so um, I'm not pointing any fingers or anything like that, but it, there's multiple aspects to this game, you know, it, and a perfect example is Sooners come out fast, you know, we're out there making plays. Uh, speaking of making plays, let's just take a moment to say all hail Marvin Mims and his uh spectacular marvelous in his uh puppies is is his his hands golden I don't know whatever you want to call them we got to come up with some type of nickname Mitt. for that kid I don't yeah. know Marvin's marvelous mitts there you go yeah like you that. like that you like that I like that <laughs> uh great performance by the wide receivers um, I wish I could talk to I wish I could talk to Jaleel one on one, and just watch film with him and tell him like, bro, like there were a couple of re- there are a couple of things that he could have done better to have an even better game, but he's growing and he's learning. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the interceptions y'all had, I'm I'm specifically talking about the offense because you know offense is what I know, but um, I think the pass to Drake. That was intercepted on the out route. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you feel a guy on your inside hip a little bit, you gotta you gotta either bat that ball down, especially if it's thrown behind you, or you gotta come back to the ball a little bit more. You know what I'm talking about on the Yeah. When you, when you break out, mm-hmm. the ball's kinda behind you and defenders right there. Right. Uh one of those interceptions could have been prevented. Great play by Texas Tech though. But um, game comes down to the wire. Couple plays here, a couple plays there. Uh, great adjustments by Texas Tech. Uh, what? Let's talk about overtime. Yeah. What was uh the mindset on the first play, the trick play? I guess it was the you know go big or go home. Try to score. Reverse pass to the crib. See if it works. Uh, obviously it wasn't 
you know, it didn't work as well as I man. I guess we got a first down off of it. I think. Not yeah, too no, sure. he he caught the ball. He held yeah, on he to got that it. thing. I yeah. I didn't know if we got. I think we got the first down. I'm pretty sure. But you know, obviously, he took a shot for it. Um, you know. So then after that, I had to come in and run a little wildcat until he, he was feeling like he was up to it, but he obviously has to sit a play after that. Yeah. He came back in. When um, I saw him go down, I was like, put B. Willie back there. <laughs> yeah. I, I We saw him get up and he was like, it wasn't his head. It was just more of like a air got knocked out of him type of thing, you know? Yeah. So, um, we saw him get back up and we we're just like, okay, we just need a play to kind of buy time, get to get a couple yards. Right. So we ran that. Then second play, we had another play on, we had a pretty good play on, but then we looked, I was looking at the, I was looking at the defense looking, I was like, yeah, this one, this is not going to really, it's not going to really work. And so we had, uh, we tried, we checked it to a run play that we've been running all night. We've been gashing them on it. And uh, we had a little miscommunication up front. Uh, you know, some guys were bucking, you know, the wrong stuff. And then so that that hurt us, tackle for loss. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up having to kick a field goal. And then, I mean, obviously everybody, had, you know, saw, saw that. I mean, I'm going to go out and say I was on the field. I was in the middle of the field at that. I saw it go through the uprights, had about a foot foot of uh room to spare. I was going to go celebrate with Zach and I had a quarter of my eye, I saw a bunch of this, like, you know, no good. And so I look back and the rest were doing it. And I look at Zach and I look at everybody else and our, all of our jaws just dropped. Like there's no way. And like, and I was so distraught. I think someone had pointed it out on the field that I was still on the field. I had took my helmet off everything. I'm glad I didn't get a penalty for this. I took my helmet off and everything. I was trying to plead with the ref. Like, y'all got to talk. Y'all got to talk about this. Like, you're the center judge. You literally saw, you had to see it go in. I saw it go in. Like, you got to talk to them. And, you know, they weren't trying to hear it from me. And then obviously we can't review field goals that are over the top of the uprights. And, uh, yeah, it's just, is that the rule over the top of the upright? Yeah. Apparently this is what Casey told me, my roommate, you know, long snapper that I guess field goals can't be reviewed if they're over the top of the uprights, which makes no sense to me because why would you want to review a kick that has, that is went through or didn't go through the uprights? Like, how can you review that? Like either went in or it didn't. Right. Yeah. So if it's over the uprights, I feel like that's something that you should review because that's a harder look to see if it went in. But I think that they should put some type of uh, lasers cone or something. I think what you know how they have the the orange cones at the mm-hmm. bottom or in the corners of the end zone. I think they should put one directly under the field goals and have a camera pointing up. So then well, you can see chipping a ball, lasers, like not like actual lasers, but like you know how we have like the um in the NFL they have like the little um just like different stuff to see if like stuff was in bounds. I think yeah. you put a chip in a ball, have lasers and see if it went in or not. I mean, I, I don't I don't know what we should have done. 
I don't think it was that hard of a look to be able to see if it went in though, because no, like I thought, I, I thought live watching it live, I was like, yeah, and then they said no, and I was like, even in commentators, like, yeah. it's uh, no good. Like I was yeah. like, I I don't know. I mean, I was distraught after that. I mean. That's, I mean, that's the worst way to lose. But at the end of the day, like I told yeah. the fellas in the locker room, I was like, it sucks. Is it right? No, it's not right at all. But that's what happens when you put the game in the hands yeah. of the refs. Yeah, don't put the game in the hands of the refs and you avoid so all that. Us. You know, so let's, uh, let's point out, um, couple of things one thing very good uh eg has now surpassed demarco murray and what was it yards on the season or total yards or probably total yards yards on the season yeah he was the fastest to reach 1100 fastest to reach 1100 yards or something like that and then he's uh moved up on the boards of all-time rushers so he's, you know, he's had a really great season, a historic season, and uh, I'm I'm happy for him. It couldn't have happened to a better guy, you know, and a better leader. So, yeah, I'm proud of him, happy for him. I wish uh, it's from his point of view, I, I wish he could have done it during a better season because then it would have just made everything better for him personally. Yeah. And I know you'd want the same, but. <laughs> Um, happy for EG. Uh, let's talk about you for a second. You know, you you went through it, some adversity this past game. Right. Uh, a lot of people didn't know that, you know, live. Uh, can you talk about what all you had to face just to even get through the game? Yeah, so it was a domino effect from the Bedlam game. Uh, the hurdle, when I came down, a lot of people didn't know when I came down, I was pushed after the hurdle, and I came down on my heel. And it mm-hmm. left a, like a bruise, a uh, contusion in my heel. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I played the rest of the game, and throughout the week, it had got more tender on Monday. So you know, we just kept a close eye on it, and you know, they monitored my practice reps and just tried to do everything we could to still give me reps, but also like limit me a little bit. And I think we did a good job of managing it throughout the week, um, but. You know, also when you have something like that at the, on your foot, you like anything lower body tend to start favoring. And when you start to favor stuff, it's like a domino effect in your leg, right? So other stuff start to get affected. Mm -hmm. So I think I was, you know, putting more pressure on the ball of my foot and, you know, trying to always be on my tiptoes all the time. And so, you know, throughout the week, it didn't really have an effect on me. But then when we got to Saturday, I felt, you know, great. Like, I felt like my heel wasn't hurting. I was, like, moving gingerly. I was moving pretty well. All right. And we got to the game. And, uh, well, we got to pregame, and I always do my own little pregame routine before we go out for pregame, so a pregame before the pregame. And during that, I stretch, and uh, Coach Finley comes out, and we do – little catching routine. I do about 20 catches straight up, 20 catches to the left, 20 catches to the right. And then we do both sides, left and right, three like seam balls and then three jump balls. And all uh, that. 
yeah. So I was getting doing all that and I was moving well. And then on like the last one, the last one, I go to accelerate and I felt some pop. And I was like, oh, I caught the ball, but I immediately stopped, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that kind of hurt, you know? And it was right, it wasn't my heel, it was right under my heel, or like right before my heel, like the start of it. And I was like, oh, that was weird. And Joe John immediately could tell something happened because the way I stopped. And he was like, you're right. And I was like, yeah. I was like, something popped, but you know what I'm saying? I'm all right. So he was like, let's just walk. So we went and we walked and he was asking if it felt better. And I told him it was starting to feel a little bit better. I go inside. I told the trainers what happened. They decided that the best plan of action was to give me some, you know, some medicine, some ibuprofen, some Tylenol, whatever, a combination of the two. And they tried to give me the highest doses possible so that I could play. And I started to feel a little bit better, you know, and then we get dressed. We go out for regular pregame and I go out to pregame. I'm a little gingerly, but you know, ginger on it, but like moving gingerly yeah. on it, but it wasn't too bad we go through our regular warm-up and stretches and stuff and i'm feeling all right so i'm like okay you know it's just i'm I'm just trying to get in my get mind like, yeah, yeah yeah like mind over matter type deal i'm like i'm good i got this you know what i'm saying like if it's anybody that's if it's anybody that's gonna out tough it it's gonna be me right so we're cool we start warming up and then we do like kind of a routes on air type thing you remember the pat and go that we used to do mm-hmm so we do a one set of pat and go, and it's just like the vertical that we used to do, the scene. Oh, that's love. Yeah. So we just I do it. Drenched just do it once. after pat and go. Yeah, we just do it once, and then we do routes on air. So okay. it's like routes on air that we used to do. And so we, I did that, and I took off on the seam, and I tried to accelerate again. And as soon as I lifted off that foot, pop, another one. Ah, that one hurt. And so I'm like, ah, man. So, you know, I, I, I kind of, you know, s- slowly come to a stop and I go over to one of our trainers and I'm like, Hey, where's our head trainers, Dane and Jeff? And I couldn't call them. So she, you know, called them on the mic and uh, I was waiting there and the offense had already moved down the field. They were doing other routes on air and it was taking forever. So, you know, me again, I was just like, I'm just going out tough it, whatever. I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. So I walked away from her. I went down the field. I walked down the field because I didn't want to stress it. And then I went, and they're like, you're all right? And I'm like, I'm cool. Like, don't worry about me. I'm good. And I go, and I run a stop route. And taking off, it was a little weird, but it was okay. Or just kept getting worse. The ball, and then I tried to, you know, get upfield. And yeah. then there's four pots. Pop, 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 pop. Ooh. And then I was, that one hurt. And I was like, yeah, no, nah, I threw the ball. And I went over to the trainers and I was like, yeah, it's just popped like seven times. And I'm like, it hurts. And I'm like, we got to do something about this. We go over to the, uh, we go over to the bench. And that's when a lot of reporters saw that and they saw them take my shoe off and sock. I guess nothing can be hit these days. So <laughs> that was all over Twitter. And um, so they examined it and they're telling me all, all these taping options that we can go through to kind of, you know, limit the movement in it. And You're like, they're wow. like, 
And I was like, I was, yeah, I was down for it. And then they're also like, more. We'll shoot you up. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, let's do it. So we go back in the locker room early and they go shoot me up and they numb it. And then they tape like my whole foot. Right. They put, they put a patch, then they put like a, uh, arch support strip. Yep. And then they taped those two up. Then they taped the whole foot up. And so yep. my foot was just like a tape block. You like, can barely tie, tie your shoe at this it point. It was nothing but tape, bro. It was yeah. nothing but tape. Like my whole foot was covered. You know how like mummies are? Like that's yeah. how my foot was. It was covered yep. in tape. And so, yeah, my, and, and I already had a heel cup in there for my, you know, for the heel support. So like that shoe was tight. And good thing I already wear bigger cleats, you know, during games. So I I go out there and, you know, they start moving it around and then they take me up and I get the shoe on. And this is during pregame. I come back out and everybody's asking me, I'm good. I'm like, y'all don't worry about me. I'm, I'm going to be straight. Like y'all worry about y'all, you know, about in this dub. Go out there and I don't, I don't feel it no more. And I'm like, all right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's ball. <laughs> you yeah. know? I just numbed up. I couldn't feel the thing. And, you know, I was like, all right, let's do this thing. We go out there. That shot going to take care of you. Yeah, I started feeling it later. I started feeling it third, fourth quarter. But I was like, they're not going to take me off this field. Mm -hmm. And, you know, tried to finish the game. Adrenaline was pumping after the game. I was super – I was mad. I ain't going to lie. I was was heated after the game. Um, I can imagine. So I, I couldn't really feel it. But after that anger had came down and coach was talking to us, I had to lean on Carson Rose because that, that, that pain just shot yep. through. And I was Start like, lightheaded. Yo. Yeah, yep. I was like, yo. And I couldn't even put pressure on it. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been getting a How'd you feel when you woke up Sunday? Oh, boy. It was so much worse. Yeah. So yeah, unbeknownst to me, during that day, or during that night, the numbing medicine was still kind of doing its job. It was starting to come back. It was starting to hurt a little bit, but like I, I didn't know. I was like, "Oh man, it's starting to hurt, right?" And I was like, oh, "It's okay, you know. It's not like unbearable." When I woke up the next morning, though, that's when mm-hmm. all the numbing pain was. Our numbing stuff was out of there, right? Yeah. So it was just straight up like they're like, "Yeah," and I said this. I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna hurt in the morning," and they said it too. <laughs> and boy. That that next morning was not fun. I could not walk at mm-hmm. all. I remember last year I sprained my AC joint when we played West V, and uh, didn't know if I was going to be able to even play the rest of the season. But boy, they put that shot in you. You know, I was wearing a blue jersey every practice, but yeah. they put they put that shot in you, boy. You can't you feel on cloud nine. <laughs> yeah, you can't feel nothing. So <laughs> you can't feel a thing. Yeah, nothing. But, yeah, it was, it was nice like to, nothing was wrong. I couldn't tell, bro. You were going all all night with the linebackers. I, yeah. I felt like you were doing a good job. I I do recall uh, a two a two series sequence when you got him, and then he got mad, and then he got on top of you, and y'all sitting there talking smack, and then next play he came down, it was counter, pop, pop, boom, and you missed him, and you went on to the next dude, and he made the tackle, and then. I was just like, oh, this is getting good. Yeah, nah, that one I had pancaked them. And yeah. uh, you know how like when you pancake people and 
you sometimes roll over roll. and they roll over on top of you. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, and then he's like trying to hold me down. And I was like, this is yeah. some of the weakness. The announcer like, said that. Do that. And yeah. I was like, bro, I just put you on your tail and now you want to be the tough guy. Yeah. <laughs> and so then next play, we came and there was a big collision in the hole. And really on that, it ain't nothing but to just, you know, have a collision. Mm-hmm. And he just happened to bounce over, you know, to decide that EG, you know, decided to run through probably the open lane. Right. And, you know, he made the play. But yeah, I gave him some though. And then no, I also yeah. de cleated the D lineman that was running. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, like, <laughs> like half a second later. So that was fun. But yeah, the announcers yeah, acknowledged him that play. Yeah. You, you did get your public acknowledgement. They were like, B. Willie, pancakes a dude. Da, 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 da. I'm like, yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh. Uh, but yeah, I was going heads up with the linebackers all game. That was, you know, one of I our. I felt like you did a good job, ran. especially oh, in the yeah. game. Yeah. I was putting that hat on them. You know, one of the one of the our best runs that the game that we just ran over and over was just a you know a tight end insertion in play. So yeah, I was just inserting for the backside linebacker, and you know that's just a mano y mano. You know, you better bring your stuff. You know, mm-hmm. who's going to bring, bring it? Yeah, yeah. Who's going to bring that hat? <laughs> and so, you know, it's just like, it's I'm going to move you out the way or you're going to move me out the way. It ain't no, it ain't no form. It ain't no, but like for people, like we're all about like when we're blocking defensive ends on inside zones or, you know, outside zones or, you know, down blocks and stuff. It's all form and it's steps and it's uh, 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 hands tight, you know, sorry. Hopefully they might caught that, but hands tied and, you know, punch and, yeah. head lever, you know, all that different stuff, base and, you mm-hmm. know, your leverage, but not in them blocks. When it's yeah, in certain linebackers come down here, you're coming across. It's just like, you better, yeah, bring, you better bring that shoulder and that hat. Yeah. Bring that shoulder. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and that's, and, you know, I've always, I've, I've gone on record to say this before. But sometimes I felt like it could have been a defensive player. And that's what I love about being tight end is because sometimes you do get to hit people because that's not a block where you just fit up. That's just the, I'm just hitting you. You hitting me. Let's see who got the, you know, the bigger pop. So, Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I was trying to, you know, spring EG free. And a lot of those runs he did spring free. He had a great game. So uh, he has great patience and he does a good job running, man. So, yeah. Well, I wish, uh, Wish the Sooners could have brought that one out. Uh, well, we end the season at 500, what, yeah. six and six? Six and six. Six and six on the year. Got to figure out what bowl game we're in and uh, go from there. So, yeah. B. Willie, you got one more. We won't make it any more, uh, I guess, sad or emotional than it needs to be we'll talk about that some more later but wrapping up uh i did want to touch on our our picks from last week in terms of the upsets mm-hmm. uh beamer <laughs> beamer yes, and the boy. boys man yes, sir. i'm so yes, proud of them sir. very proud man uh proud of spencer brought all them guys man they they did their thing hard fought game uh, yeah. I, I know in a I know in a press conference, 
uh, was it last week? They're like, what'd y'all do? Just dropped our nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and they said it again. And I was like, yeah, hey, hey that's the best adjustment there is. <laughs> yeah. Just drop your yo. Yeah. That's the best adjustment it, it, there is, you know? Uh, it's, it's, it's very funny. So, you know, usually we don't say stuff like that on the pod, but, you know, excuse us. But it's funny how much stuff is said on the football field that y'all would, y'all don't even, Y'all have no clue. Y'all don't even have the slightest imagination what goes on on the football field. It's hilarious. I love it though. We were, we were definitely wrong about, uh, Carolina versus NC State, Chapel Hill versus NC State. I didn't think that I should have known better too, because I know some guys that play for NC State and, uh, I messed up. That was, that was an easy one I could have picked up on. Yeah, um, I didn't say it. I didn't know though. I was, ah, dang it. Did we say A and M and LSU? No, we didn't. No, nah. we didn't. I yeah, nah. I wouldn't have picked that one. I can't we, remember. Mississippi State up? over Ole Miss. I we didn't pick that one, but that was a good upset. Yeah, that was a good game. Uh, Auburn did not come through for me on Bama. Uh, Who did I say? Um, who did you say? I, oh, I said uh, Kentucky over Louisville, and I was you right. You did say that. I did not catch that. Kentucky I, over Louisville. Yes, sir. Um, I'm kind of disappointed in Oregon. I thought they were going to slide into the to the college football playoffs over USC. But yeah. um, I'm still waiting on TCU to drop one at some point, but they just keep on keeping on. I'm not going to lie, bro. They're, that's a good team. Yeah. Hey. Out of all the teams that we played this year, by far the best players, best scheme. That, that's a good team. I'm a know? believer. And I think, I think you know, if situations that happen in a game and we played our best ball, I definitely think the game is different. But that's a good team. It's a very good team. So I don't think they're going to drop one. They played Kansas State in the Big 12 championship and – I don't know, bro. I I don't think they're going to drop one. I think they're going. Yeah. Purple on purple down there in Dallas. Uh, Probably going to be the lamest Big 12 championship ever. (laughs) But it is what it is. (laughs) I sound like such a hater. Anyways. They they didn't want us in there anyways. Yeah. No, the the Big 12 commissioner is smiling ear to ear right now. I promise you that. Oklahoma or Texas not in that thing. There. Extremely happy with that one. Mm, I bet they are. Sooner mm-hmm. Nation, this is all we have for you guys on this episode of the podcast. Appreciate you rolling with us this year. Uh, this will be our last week of having two episodes. Um, we'll do one more Thursday and then uh, one weekly till the end of the year. And uh, then we'll wrap things up for a little bit, go on break, and uh, keep on keeping on with us and We'll keep you updated, all right? Brady, you got anything left for the people? Yeah, just like I say every time, but, you know, the regular season has ended. So thank you for all the support and love. And, I mean, people, tra- you know, we have some of the best traveling fans ever. They travel to the games. And, you know, it's just it's been a it's been a rough season, but the support has been unbelievable. So, I mean, I'll forever love y'all and appreciate y'all for that. So thank you, Sooner Nation. All right, y'all. This is...